How y'all doing? Good. Great. Doing great. Good to be talking football here in May. It's exciting. What did you like about Miles Sanders just coming out as prospect? Well, I think his versatility, number one, um, you know, we think he's really good uh, between the tackles and has the ability to make somebody miss in the hole um, and obviously create more than, than what might have been there. And obviously his ability out in space, again, to make guys miss. We think he's a versatile player and that uh, he has very good ball skills and can catch the ball out of the backfield. So we're excited to add him to the team. Self-evaluating last year, did you feel like there was a missing element of, of some sort of deep threat in the offense? Well, we think Deshaun is a special player, and I think he fits our system really well, and, and uh, um, very, very good complementary piece to the other weapons that we have on our team in that huddle at any time uh, over the course of the season. So we're excited to get Deshaun back. How do you reflect on how your first season went as offensive coordinator, your first season in that job? Well, we didn't win the Super Bowl, so um, obviously we, we fell short of what our goal was, and. Um, that's what we've been in here working all offseason on and excited to be back out there on the practice field with these guys and working towards that goal again. As a follow-up to that, as, as you had a chance to step back, what did you learn in that first year that would help you in year two? Well, I think you learn. there's a lot of things, and we could have a conversation for hours about things that you learn through experience. And, and uh, you know, there, there was a lot of different things that came at us that we had to adjust to throughout the course of the season. And I think, uh, you know, overall, um, you know, we were able to do that. But, you know, going in the second year and being able to step back and, and evaluate it and, and look forward um, and, and add new guys to the team and, and uh, just really just keep moving forward and, and to have everybody out there practicing right now makes a big difference. How does it feel for you? How does it feel for you going into the second year of this job for you? Yeah, I'm really comfortable in it, and uh, like I said, excited about um, being back out there with the guys, everybody, everybody here in the building. Um, obviously, here in, in phase three and OTAs, getting to work against a, a really good defense and a challenging defense each and every day, and. Um, you know, really in player development and helping guys get, get better so that they can be the best player that they can be come training camp. What do you look for from, uh, specifically from Carson during these? Uh, early, what do you look for from Carson at this point in the preseason? Well, I think, um, you know, just for him, getting back out there is important. Um, be out there in May with, with everybody, getting the continuity with everybody and the chemistry uh, in the passing game and getting those throws is, is very important. Uh, how does he look? Yeah. How does oh, he's, he's doing great. Yeah, he's doing excellent. Is there anything that uh, stands out in terms of where he left off? Actually, versus last year at this point, and also well, last where he year at this point, off. he wasn't on the practice field with us. So, like I said, it's it's a bonus to have him out there with us and um, to be able to work with the receivers and the tight ends and the running backs. Um, to be able to let's just say uh, play from practice on Thursday to be able to go talk about it this morning in a meeting. Um, maybe maybe make a tweak and a read here or there because he's out there and he's he's feeling it. He's not just watching the tape and able to have those kinds of productive discussions. All, all those things are helpful. You you, you've had a chance to you know get to know Dallas Goddard, see what he can do. You bring in Jordan, Miles, Deshaun. Where does the scheme go from here? Does it expand significantly? What's it kind of like sitting there in your meetings? Well, we, we, we certainly feel really good about the guys that we have uh, from a skill skill level standpoint, whether you're talking about tight ends or the receiver position or the running back position. Um, we like we like the weapons that we have on offense, and, and just blending them all together is kind of the process that we're going through right now. You touched on it with Carson, but at this point of OTAs, what do you want to see from the offense? Um, I think just individual player development is really what we're, we're you know geared towards. 
um, trying to help each and every guy become a little bit better every day. Obviously, as, as they become more familiar and comfortable with working with one another, um, the continuity there in the huddle and the transitioning of different personnel groups, um, you know, and then becoming very situationally aware. Um, coach has got us, you know, doing a lot of different situations throughout the course of a practice, whether it's, you know, third down or red zone or what have you. So um, trying to be trying to be the best we can in each one of those situations. What stands out to you about the right guard? Uh, when we were here last week. Did, did you work him in there at all at any point last year? And what do you see uh, in him, his ability to kind of cross-train and right. guard and tackle? To the best of my knowledge, I would say no. We didn't we didn't work V in there last year at guard, but we have been cross-training him at guard some, some this year. Um, I think being able to cross-train and have versatile offensive linemen gives you a lot of flexibility throughout the course of a 16-week season. Um, being that there's usually only about seven guys that are active on, on game day. So uh, he, he's done a nice job. He's, he's fit in there nicely, and, he, and he's played well there at right guard at the times. Think, uh, how, how do you think he fits in that position, especially given that he hasn't done that um, in the first three years of his career? Right. I think it's a good time for him to do that. and He's got uh, a lot of time on task at tackle. Um, feels very comfortable in the scheme and being able to communicate all the calls and, and, and spit the calls out in a moment's notice. So, uh, you know, he's jumped in there and done a nice job. Mike, uh, change in the quarterback room past Carson, Nate kind of moving up, and then you bring in Cody and Clayton. Uh, how do you see those guys fitting in and, and uh, learning the system? I think the chemistry in that room has been excellent uh, up to this point. Been together. Um, Maybe it's three weeks or something like that since since Clayton's come on board, and maybe a little bit less than that since Cody came on board. So um, between Carson and, and Nate and, and Cody and Clayton, all those guys uh, very professional. Um, they look like they got a great working relationship in that room. There's a lot of collaboration and uh, and dialogue in that room. It's been excellent. What, I'm sorry. What stands out to what stands out to you about Nate as he tries to lock up that second spot? Well, again, he's going into year three here in our system. And I think he feels really comfortable with everything that we're, we're trying to get done. He knows the language, can communicate. Um, he's very energetic every day. He's, you know, kind of the same guy every day from that standpoint. Uh, loves ball and uh, is always working with the guys and, and talking with the guys on the side in between plays. So um, I think he's excited about the opportunity and ready to take the next step. When it comes to scheme and kind of coming up with tweaks and adjustments, what's your process? Are you watching uh, other teams around the league, college? Or are you just reviewing your own film? How do you go about that? Yeah, I, it's a little bit of all those things that you just mentioned. Um, we're certainly going to evaluate ourselves and, and what we do in our system, um, how we fit the, the pieces that we have here in, into our system, but also to, uh, to go out and look at what other teams had success within the league. Um, that's always the first place to start because it's, you know, it's apples to apples. And then, um, you know, there's other things that, that you, you know, you're curious about what's going on in the college game and how can we fit some of those things into what we're doing and have success. Do you, do you have to, like, talk to any of the guys at all about, you know, spreading the ball around, making sure everybody stays happy with the amount of touches they get once the season starts? Because, I mean, obviously you added Jordan, you added Deshaun, you know, you have Nelson, um, Alshon and, and Zach coming back and everything. I mean, it's a lot of guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's right like you said. There's one ball, and I think that they understand that. Um, I think that the, maybe it's not unique, but one of the things that uh, um, makes it a lot of fun to come to work every day is, is really all these guys want to do is win, and they understand by having a lot of good players, it makes it hard to defend, and that they might have to share the football. I think one of the things that Jordan was saying that. He wants to catch the ball better. Does he make strides in that at all in the short time? Yeah, I think he's done a good job in catching the ball on the, on the screens and the, and the running back check throughs and check downs and those kinds of things. It looks like he's worked really hard at it and he's catching the ball well. 
Carson Walsh is the fourth receivers coach under Doug. What are the challenges for receivers when their position coach keeps getting switched? Well, I think that can be a challenge. I think continuity is probably underrated uh, in the game of football, but at least the, you know, the one uh, constant has been that I've, I've been here. Um, so they've heard a lot of the same and been taught a lot of the same techniques, you know, necessarily the techniques or the drills haven't changed a whole lot. Uh, so I think there's some continuity there. I've worked together with Carson since Chicago, and uh, Carson's very detailed and, and uh, on top of all, his, all the stuff, and I think he'll do an excellent job. You guys haven't really thrown a lot to the backs um, since, really since Doug's been here, um, maybe the first year. But, uh, I mean, how important is that in this offense to, to have guys who can, you know, to, to have that threat, to have that production for the backs? Well, I think they're, a part of, they're certainly a, a valuable part of the passing game, and uh, we've tried to use them. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about the different weapons that we have in that huddle. So uh, we tried to use them when we thought we could gain an advantage. And I think Darren Sproles is one of those guys that, you know, we thought could create a matchup problem for, uh, for other teams. And we were able to give him the ball. And he was, uh, he was very productive in, in some of those things that we asked him to do. And we'll continue to do that. Have you heard from him? Is there any chance that he could unretire? I don't know. You'd, you'd have to ask him that. I wouldn't want to speculate on that here today. Well, how do you, how do you, you and, uh, as, as the, you got three offensive players in the first two rounds? Yeah, they kind of came rapid fire. Um, they really did. So it was exciting and, um, you know, excited to get those guys uh, integrated in the offense. Right now they're just um, it's like tr- trying to learn new language. And uh, obviously in some cases it's um, skill development, learning new techniques and those kinds of things. So uh, we're throwing a lot at them, and they, they're all very intelligent, and they're all are working really hard to, to catch up to some of the veteran guys and doing a great job. How do you see Dallas Goddard's role developing in his second year? What, what, what do you want to see out of him over the next couple months? Well, I think it will continue to grow, just, you know, just like everybody really in that huddle. We want to try to keep uh, enhancing everybody out there and, and figuring out how all these pieces are going to blend together. But um, we're very excited about Dallas. He's a very talented guy, uh, had a very productive uh, rookie campaign, and uh, I know he's, he's just as excited as anybody to get out there and, and do it again this fall. Uh, Jim just talked about OTAs in general, players being at different parts of their careers as a coach. What do you find most valuable about these on-field sessions? Well, I mean, we can only sit up in the office and watch so much tape. It's just to be able to get out there and um, to work with the guys. And even even a guy who's been in the league and had success, uh, it's good to get out there and knock the rust off a little bit, work your technique, continue to um, try to master your craft. Even if you get one little one little thing out, out of uh, you know these next uh, uh, whatever we got seven or, or, or twelve practices left, um, if you get a little bit better and you figure one thing out that can help you be a better player in the fall, then it was worth it. And uh, for other guys that we talked about, the rookies, I mean, they got a lot of things that they want to get better at. So um, they got a lot more clubs in their bag that, that they got to get better at hitting than, than say, a, a veteran guy who's had a bunch of success and, and knows how the league works. Um, but if he gets better at one part of his game, then, then it was a valuable spring. Doug said, said in um, March that you guys had evaluated 12 personnel and, and had found maybe a way to utilize it a little more, particularly on rundowns. Obviously, you're not going to give away too much of that information, but what, what went behind that thinking that that, that that 12 personnel package was something you needed to address? Well, we really like uh, the ability of, of both our, you know, our starting tight end, Zach, and Dallas. Um, you know, and, you know, last year this time, Dallas was in the same boat as J.J. and Miles and Andre and, and the rest of the rookie class is trying to figure it out. 
and um, and what he was able to do uh, throughout the course of the entire season into the playoffs last year um, really really came on strong. I'd say from uh, um, you know about midway through, you know somewhere in there, and didn't ever see any any signs of him hitting any kind of rookie wall. Um, did a really good job at blocking at the point of attack for us. Uh, something he wasn't asked to do a lot in college. Um, so we just have a much better feel for his overall game, which enables you to, you know, start, you know, several steps ahead. Um, you know, in the next season, when you're just trying to figure out his game, we, we kind of know what he does well and continue to try to enhance those things. In JJ's case, he has three established wide receivers ahead of him. Um, you have two tight ends you, want, you obviously want to play. In what ways can he help in your well, I think we saw last year there was, you know, a bunch of, uh, it was kind of a revolving door a little bit at wide out. Um, it's hard to go the entire season and play with just five guys. So uh, I, I think it'll it'll evolve as we go. You know, we're trying to figure out his game. He's trying to figure out the system. And um, we really like the player. He's obviously got size. His ball skills are excellent. And, um, you know, he's another weapon that uh, that should make us hard to beat. With a prospect like J.J. who makes so many contested catches in college, when you're evaluating that skill, how do you determine whether that's going to translate to the NFL where you're kind of playing against maybe a different caliber of athlete or guys with more size? Well, like you said, contested catches usually translates. I mean, when you when you uh, have the body control and the concentration um, that he does, in addition to the size and the length, um, you know, that, that stuff usually translates. You, you can say if somebody's next to him, he's probably going to be able to make the catch. And, um, you know, I think that's shown up. He's made some really good catches here early in the time that he's been here. And I think he'll only continue to get better at it now he's just, just doing football all the time. What's your approach going to be to, uh, to coaching Deshaun? I mean, do, do you uh, coach every person the same, or is it kind of catered to the individual? Yeah, I think you coach everybody a little bit differently. Um, but, you know, he's, he's been a joy to be around and um, excited that he's here. Um, it really makes our job uh, that much easier because he is here and we're able to get more familiar with his game and, and to see, okay, all right, let's, let's put him in this spot or let's move him over there. I think let's take a look at this now when it's, it's May as opposed to trying to figure out in training camp or in preseason. So um, excited that he's here and, uh, and it'll be a big part of what we do. Mike, as you look at Jordan the perception is that he's not the best pass catcher out of the backfield. You've been around him now for a little while. Fair? Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, we, we've had three practices against the defense, and he's caught the ball when we've thrown it to him. So that's what I'm going to go by right now is, uh, you know, his production with us. And, and I think he's um, worked hard at it, and he doesn't fight the ball. And we just got to keep throwing the balls. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Mike.